The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Exploring our oneness with spirit and each other. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Truth Transforms with your host, Rev. Galen McDowell, Senior Assistant Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. This is the program for spiritually enlightening discussion, interviews, and the practical application of new thought principles to transform your life. Now, here's your host, Rev. Galen McDowell. Welcome to Truth Transforms. I'm your host, Galen McDowell, and I am the Senior Assistant Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois, where the Reverend Derek B. Wells is the Senior Minister, and the Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman is the Founder. If you're ever in the Chicagoland area, please stop by. We would love to see you, fellowship with you, worship with you, and experience the presence of God with you. You can go to our website at www.cutemple.org, that's C-U-T-E-M-P-L-E.org, and look at our live stream, which is for our Sunday service, which is from 10.30 a.m. to 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. You can watch some different videos of Reverend Wells and the other ministers or guests, ministers and presenters, and just get a feel of what this ministry is, is about. We're dedicated to teaching people how to live better lives. I'm in the midst of a series titled How to Use Your 12 Gifts from God, and it's based upon the book How to Use Your 12 Gifts from God by William Warch. And the basic premise of the book is that we have innate spiritual abilities that we need to learn to cultivate, to utilize in a higher degree so we can manifest this better life that we're always talking about. And I've covered over the last several weeks several of these gifts, powers, or abilities, and today I'll be talking about power. Now, I'm using this a couple of versions of this book out floating, and the only difference really is the page numbers. So I'm using the 19, I believe it's the 1976 copyrighted version, or excuse me, the sixth printing, which is 2001. I've been saying the 1976 version, but actually this is the sixth printing, 2001. Anyway, so today I'll be talking about power power and i'll be using this material and i'll be using some definitions from charles fillmore from the revealing word so if anyone has the revealing word out there and you're listening to it you can also go along with some of the definitions i'll be giving also i want to remind you that all of these faculties are or powers are related metaphysically to the gospels to jesus and his 12 disciples jesus representing the christ mind or christ consciousness and the disciples representing each one of these divine abilities within us. So in metaphysical symbolism, the power faculty is associated with Philip. And Philip means, literally the name Philip means lover of horses. And horses are normally connected to power, like we say horsepower. Cars have horsepower, and the location where this faculty works through is the throat area because it gives power 
to what we speak. So I'm going to pull back for a moment from that because I want to just give some some baselines that when we're talking about power, we're talking about ability because power is ability. It's the ability to do, the ability to have, the ability to produce. Because when we start thinking about power from this from this point of view, it is our utilization of the one power. Because there's only one presence, one power. But when we start talking about the ability to to work with divine law, to produce and work with consciousness, what is that latent ability that allows us to do that? It's the power faculty. Therefore, let me get into it. On page 38 of the book, How to Use Your 12 Gifts from God, it states, power is the ability, in the preview, power is the ability to transform energy from one plane to another. Silence, thought, word, and manifestation are stages of power and action. Three, power is the ability to change thoughts and feelings. Four, power is not for controlling others. And I'm going to go back and deal with all of those. Now I'm going to deal with Charles Fillmore's definition out of the Revealing Word, which is on page, I believe, 150 and 151. He defines power as man's innate control over his thoughts and feelings. Now, we have to stop right there, that the fact that you have an innate control over what you think and over what you feel is power. Now, we can say, well, that person made me do this or whatever. Well, somewhere along the line, a choice or decision was made because nobody can make you angry, make you sad, make you happy, make you. It's based upon your paradigm, your context and how you see life. But you create your paradigm, you create your context, you create your consciousness by the thoughts you hold in your mind. So even if you have a preconditioned way of seeing life. And therefore, thinking and feeling, speaking, acting and reacting, it was still your thoughts that created that context. So it's important for you to realize that the mind is the one place where you have dominion. Your mind should not be able to take you where you don't want to go. Your mind should never take you where you don't want to go. Does it? Yes. Does it do? Does my mind? Go where I don't want it to go sometimes? Absolutely. But when I realize it and when you realize it, we have the ability because we have power to pull our thoughts back into alignment with truth. All right. Another way he defines power, Charles Fillmore gives several definitions, and this is why I'm dealing with it before I go into the how you use your 12 gifts from God. He also calls it a quickening from on high must precede, excuse me, his realization of dominion so what he's saying is only when you've come into a higher level of spiritual awareness do you really get how powerful it is to be able to choose your thoughts and your feelings therefore choosing your life but that's a quickening from on high and that doesn't mean from something outside of you but more in alignment with what is in What's what's in the higher levels of your consciousness is not anything that's outside of you. It's what's inside of you at higher levels of consciousness. That's on high. All right. He goes on to say, God is all power. Thus, all things are possible with him or God is all powerful. All things are possible with God. Fillmore writing 100 years ago uses a lot of language that uses a male pronoun for God. Then he goes on to say. The mind and body of man have power to transform energy from one plane of consciousness to another, which William Walsh is going to get into even more. The only thing that I'll say about it at this point, because I'm going to come back to this, is is transferring it from the invisible to the visible, from the unmanifested to the manifest, from thought into word into a thing. Reverend Coleman would say, I am the thinker that thinks the thought that makes the thing. That was her way of reminding us that we have the power to transform it from a thought to a thing. From an idea into manifestation. 
from prayer to results. That's our power. He goes on to say, Mr. Fillmore, this is the power and dominion implanted in man from the beginning. So you don't have to do anything to get this type of power and dominion. But you do have to be aware of who you are to really start working with it spiritually. Because we're using this power and creating experiences that are not always necessarily consistent with what we say is the truth about God and the truth about God in us. He goes on to say, next paragraph, in mind, power is increased through exalted ideas. So as we contemplate higher higher thoughts, divine ideas, uh, spiritual ideals, focusing on spiritual principles, the power or the ability to demonstrate our good, the goodness of God, is is enhanced. See, one of the things about the study of a healthy life will show you is that you have to study what a healthy mind is. See, because what we end up doing is we try to change the outer things without dealing with the one thing that has to change for anything to any change to be lasting. And that is changing what we think and changing what we feel, which will change what we say, change what we do, change how we react to life. All right. He says it this way. Whatever you see in the external you may be assured, has its parallel in mind. In other words, whether that's as an individual, meaning personal me or personal you, or a collective, that collective could be your household, your neighborhood, your job, your church, your community, your city, your state, your nation, the human race, your gender, your ethnic background, age, etc. We tie ourselves into these different consciousness, levels of consciousness or ways of seeing life based upon all those things I just mentioned. So when we start seeing things pop up in the external, be assured that it has a parallel in mind. You say, well, I didn't think that, but what did you associate yourself with mentally? That has a parallel in mind. When you accept something, when you associate with something mentally, you also have to accept what shows up externally. All right. <clears throat> he goes on to say the same law is operating in the spiritual realm and the material realm under different masks of manifestation. The one thing to understand is that whatever we see without is controlled by something within. So again, when we want to change an experience, when we want to transform it into something absolutely new, we first have to do it in mind. The Apostle Paul wrote in the Romans chapter 12, verse 2, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So you may prove the perfect and acceptable will of God. People forget that part. So you have a transformed mind so you can now prove the will of God in your own life. And according to what we teach, we believe in new thought that God's will for all of humanity and for all of God's creation is absolute good. Not good for me sometimes and God's mad at me another time or and all of the stuff and I and I know some of you who grew up in you know literalist fundamentalist um church backgrounds or with church literalist fundamentalist church backgrounds can come up with biblical stories but bible narratives were created to try to explain God so even things like the wrath of God is just divine law that gives us the consequences of our decisions. It's not God being angry. It's 
the it is the outworking of the law to give you back what you put in. So even though God's will for you or and me and all of us is absolute good, God as law stands underneath everything with absolute integrity that says you can't plant tomato seeds and expect to get watermelons. It just doesn't work like that. So it's important for us to understand the power we're working with. All right. Next paragraph states that man is the power of God in action. That's a very powerful definition. We can rephrase that humanity or the human being is the power or the ability of God in action or activity. So that's what it means to be the image likeness of God. Man is the power of God in action. It says to man is given the highest power in the universe, the conscious power of thought. Why? Because by the conscious use of our thought, we can create the life we desire. Mm. All right. So I'm going to step away from Fillmore's definition for a minute because I want to just kind of prep. So in review, basically what we're, we're talking about is what's really on the inside of you, what, what you're really made of, what's in your spiritual DNA. And it's really important for you to realize that because when you realize who you are and you start to exercise that power, what it does is it, it gives you access. And that's the key access to higher levels of your own spiritual nature. When you start to use a thing, you have more ability to use it. It's like a muscle. And if you start doing two push-ups today and you say, well, in two weeks, I want to be able to do four push-ups. And in four weeks, I want to get to 10. You start doing those two push-ups right now and doing the two push-ups will give you the help you develop the strength to be able to to utilize those muscles more. Well, as you use these faculties, the more they're used, the more you have the ability to exercise them in a way to demonstrate the the wholeness of God in your life experience. That's what I'm saying. I really want you to get that. Now, that being said, let me cover a couple of quick things that I want to cover. I want to remind you that this station and this show is supported by your donations, your love offerings. So as you freely receive, freely give. We want to make sure that this message travels around the world because new thought is a message that the world needs. The world really needs a message that's stripped of all of the religious and cultural rules and really get down to what it means to understand who you are in God and who God is in you without guilt, without condemnation, without uh, devaluing your humanity. Also. I also want to remind you that this show has a Facebook page, Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. If you're on Facebook, please like the page. You can also reach out to me on that page. You can inbox me or leave something on my wall, and I normally respond within 24 hours. But the more importantly, I put uh, you know sayings and different things on the page you know, as, as a positive inspirational way of supporting uh, the listeners of this show. So make sure you go on that page and like it last, but not least before we go to the break, you can also call in and ask us to talk and ask me or talk to me or ask a question at 888-558-6489, 888-558-6489. With that, we're going to take our first break and we'll be right back with truth transforms. We 
we'd like to take a moment to encourage you, as part of our Unity Online radio family of listeners, to support this ministry through a love offering. For your convenience, you can make one-time or recurring monthly donations. Go to www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you for your support. Unity Institute and Seminary invites you to take a spiritual tour of Eastern Europe. Spend 10 days and 9 nights in the heart of Europe, September 17th through the 26th, 2014. Visit the magnificent capitals of Eastern Europe, including Budapest, Vienna, and Prague. Stay in first-class hotels, enjoy guided walking tours, dine on local specialties, and even take a boat cruise on an underground lake. A portion of your trip will benefit Unity Institute and Seminary. Explore the culture, sights, and spirit of Eastern Europe with Unity Friends. Book your trip today. Call 800-828-4813. That's 800-828-4813. Or visit unityinstitute.org slash travel. You've seen Reality TV. Well, now get ready for Reality Radio. It's raw, unpredictable, and completely unscripted. Healing Your Life with Dr. Chris Michaels follows the lives of four people each season as they face their fears and overcome challenges. Listen in weekly and follow along as they take each faithful step on their journey. Learn what it takes to really heal your life. Dr. Chris Michaels shows you how to expect specific and measurable results from prayer. He says we must place a demand upon consciousness. We don't hope to get what we pray for. We expect it. As a 25-year veteran in the New Thought Movement, Dr. Chris has helped thousands of people find their way to success and healing. His faith is unshakable, and his commitment to helping others heal through the power of prayer is extraordinary. Don't miss Reality Radio, Healing Your Life with Dr. Chris Michaels, live Mondays at 11 a.m. Central Time on Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms. Now, here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome back to Truth Transforms. I'm in the midst of teaching out of the book, How to Use Your 12 Gifts from God. And today I'm teaching the chapter on power. I'm on page 38 of the 2001 edition. It states in the book, every attribute of God is an attribute of man because man is the image and likeness of his father. But it's important to remember that each attribute that God has implanted in you is an ability you have which with which you build consciousness. So in other words, we have each one of these 12 gifts to help us build and, and develop consciousness. I like to say that the 12 powers or, or understanding the 12 powers helps me understand total consciousness. Because I can't think of anything that we would, and I'm not saying that this is true. I'm just talking about this is how I see it, that really isn't covered under this complete 12. Because every aspect of consciousness can function and work through one of these 12 basic ideas. You know, now out of the 12 basic ideas, you might come up with an inexhaustible number of things that can be done out of each faculty. But out of the 12, it teaches us how to work with total consciousness. Therefore, the Christ consciousness has 12 ways or through which it functions as complete consciousness. But anyway, I'm not going to get off into that right now because that'll take me where I don't want to go. Anyway, going back to the book, it states that on, on the page uh, 38, it says that God, of course, God is spirit, but we often forget man too is spirit. So remembering that man is spirit and perfect, we lay claim to any good. When when it is realized within, and realization means when thinking and feeling come together, it's the marriage in mind of thinking and feeling, of mental clarity and conviction, and accepted in consciousness. Now here's key: 
the key, divine energy or substance rearranges itself to form into outermost manifestation according to the new inner realization. Man's gift of power is quickened through mental contact with his source, which is silence. One makes contact by turning in silence to pure power. Uh, let's back up. So he's saying that when we realize any concept, idea, thought, ideal, realize thinking and feeling come together is real to you mentally clarity mental clarity and conviction of feeling as Emmett Fox called it he called it the mental equivalent and accepting in consciousness you said you realized it that's one thing and you said yes to it that's accepting divine energy or the substance of God rearranges itself to form into outer manifestation according to the new inner realization. So the substance of God takes shape or the divine energy takes shape based upon your inner realization. Therefore, I am the thinker that thinks the thought that makes the thing. You have the ability to form and shape your life by your realization and your acceptance of something. All right. Then he says the way we work with it is by working in the silence. Now, how does that work? He says on page 39, pure power is silence. Just as strength is stillness, power is silence. Strength is expended when you convert it into movement and action. Power is expended when you convert it into vibrations or the word. When you give the word, capital W, you name the form which spirit will take. Oh, boy, that is so powerful. It's unreal. When you give the word, you name the form which spirit will take. I'm going to read that again. When you give the word, you name the form which spirit will take in the gospels allegorically talking about not just Jesus but any form of manifestation and the word became flesh and dwelt among us mm. and our word becomes flesh and dwells Amongst us. Why? Because in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So the, the Word is God in you that manifests and shapes itself as unformed substance, as unformed awareness of being into definite form based upon the thoughts you hold in the, your mind and the words you speak. Now we're talking about pure metaphysics. Pure metaphysics. Charles Fillmore wrote in one of his other books that every time you speak, the atoms in your body tremble and change form. He didn't know anything about quantum physics. He was writing this in the 1910s, 20s, and 30s, and, and earlier. Not realizing that the observer, as they would say in quantum physics, the observer changes the thing being observed. That's a primary fundamental, or fundamental rule of quantum physics. The observer changes that which is being observed by so so when they would do the test and they would look at the subatomic particles and when they looked at it one way it was a wave they looked at it another way it's a particle one person looked at it it's a wave another person looked at it it's a particle and they couldn't figure out why until they realized that somehow some way consciousness had an influence on life at a subatomic level so how you see a thing and what you say about it shapes it. It responds 
life, even what we call physical life at a subatomic level, responds to what you think and what you say. That's power. That's power. And and for one, I'm grateful that at my current level of consciousness, that this power only works at my level of awareness because it's a responsibility to have that much power and not necessarily the wisdom to go along with it. Uh, One of my favorite comedies is Bruce Almighty with Jim Carrey. Because in the movie, Morgan Freeman plays God, and Jim Carrey is a person who believes he could do a better job than God running the universe. So God gives him the ability just to control the city he lives in. I think it's New York. And he has omnipotence, all power, but not omniscience, all wisdom or intelligence. So the movie is hilarious because it shows you what type of life would be created by an individual who had unlimited access to power, but not necessarily an awareness of omniscience. This is symbolically told in the Adam and Eve story that after the serpent um, convinced Eve to eat of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil, duality was born. And in that consciousness of duality, they were kicked out of Eden, which was paradise or metaphysically the super consciousness or Christ mind. And what that means metaphysically is this. A, 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 a duality mind can't function in pure power, pure awareness of literally you thinking and you manifest it now. And I'm not talking about because when you reach higher levels of consciousness, where you're not dealing with some of the concepts of duality, not dealing with personal will and ego and all of the stuff that goes along with human consciousness, the higher you go up in consciousness, the quicker you demonstrate. The lower you are in consciousness, the more crude your demonstration ability is. We all have the ability, but again, as you go up in consciousness, you have less things inhibiting your ability to produce God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Back to the book. He says on page 39, divine energy becomes anything you come to believe. Uh Uh-oh. Divine energy becomes anything you come to believe or accept is true. So it is important to watch your thoughts, beliefs, and words carefully. You are building a consciousness through the power you give them. So whatever you believe also has the power of your consciousness supporting it. It doesn't make a difference what you believe. That's why we have so many people with self-fulfilling prophecies. Because if you believe it, you get to have it. He goes on to say, silence, thought, word, and manifestation are stages of power in action. In the silence, there is no vibration. In other words, there's just stillness. It is God as absolute power awaiting your need to be recognized by you. So I view that as, uh, this way. God is no thing, so God can be anything in your experience. Therefore, God as pure potential or God as pure possibility is silence, is stillness, is no thing. It says, goes on to say, a thought enters your head as you draw upon the silence and it registers in your consciousness as a vibration. Now, this is important because thought is a mental vibrational impulse. So thought is energy at a level. It has an energetic signature. 
Because thought is vibration. To think is to have mental vibration. It goes on to say, the lower the frequency of the vibration, the more pure the thought is. The rate of vibration is determined by your consciousness and spiritual development. Now, lower does not mean, in this case, low state of consciousness. It just means pure. If you listen to uh, the radio and you click on uh, uh, connected to um, something that reads the sine waves, you'll notice that calmer, more relaxing, like classical music has long, big waves, very curvy, no agitation. You'll see it go right across. If you look at, um, you know, like more um, pop music, you see a lot of quick lines looking more agitated. It's not smooth. That's why I'm a lot of times, and I look, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan of any music that I like, and I don't make excuses about it. But this is why classical music many times is calming and relaxing or meditative music is calming and relaxing because the vibration of it is different. So when you're trying to get into space, maybe that's not what it's time to listen to your, to, to the, to the heavy metal, uh, gangster hip hop, uh, you know, pop culture music. That's when you get some meditative, reflective music, sounds of nature, uh, um, harmonious music. Why? Because it, the vibration of it lowers your mind so it can get to lower brain levels to where you can then tune in to spirit. So to always think that lower means low state of consciousness. Lower in this sense can mean you lower the consciousness so you are getting rid of the mental noise that interferes with you, one, hearing God, and then making choices and producing the good that you desire in your life. He explains it this way on page 39. This is why meditation and relaxation are so closely aligned. It is a recognized fact that the lowering of your thought waves elevates your creativity and spiritual awareness. Anger and fear throw you into a very high pitch while love and assurance lower the level of vibration. After a thought enters your mind, you direct it as the word. Silence is your pure power. Thought is your form power. And the word is your express power, which becomes manifest. Mm, I love that. Thought is your form power. Silence is your pure power. Thought is your form power. And the word is your express power, which becomes manifest. So, again, this is why it's very important to watch what you say your words can build up your life and tear down your life someone even wrote a book years ago 25 or so years ago can't remember the name of the author but the title of the book is your body believes every word you say your body believes every word you say i hope you get that all right it is vital that you realize what you are doing when you send thoughts and forth into race consciousness in the world race consciousness means human human the collective human thinking You are literally shaping and forming the conditions in which you live. According to your consciousness, the world is being sustained. Mm. Mm. So when you are thinking, feeling, and speaking the word, you're putting it out there. And it's not only affecting you, but it potentially can affect others. Because when others are also speaking those type of words, they create the conditions. Because the word became flesh and dwelt among us. This is really key. This is really key. Now, before we take our last break, I do want to remind you also of the Universal Foundation for Better Living's Panorama of Truth, which is coming up in Chicago uh, July 23rd through the 27th. I'll have more information to share shortly as far as who the speakers are 
Uh, we have some, you know, some top-notch speakers, et cetera. Go to www.ufbl.org for more information. www.ufbl.org for more information on the panorama of truth. I'll be there. Uh, I'll probably be, as a matter of fact, I am one of the speakers. Not probably, I am one of the speakers. So if you want to come and hear me teach something new and fresh and et cetera, uh, and hear some, uh, and the names that are on the roster, but I can't say yet, are some big, big names, uh, very powerful individuals who are powerful stands for all, uh, the, for the goodness of God in life. Therefore, make sure you come out. You can hear Reverend Wells speak. You can hear, um, you know, experience uh, Christ Universal Temple because a couple of events will be at CUT. Make sure you go to www.ufbl.org so you can experience the CUT UFBL Panorama of Truth experience. With that, let's take our last break and we'll be right back with Truth Transforms. Imagine the powerful, poignant poetry of Unity Poet Laureate James Dillett Freeman. Beautifully put to music by award-winning songwriter Kathy DeWitt. It's here, The Traveler, new music to the words of James Dillett Freeman, a remarkable collaboration across space and time. Sometimes from I know not what strange strand Then I am as in a dream A dream I never remember Yet somehow I understand Visit thetraveler.us to get the CD, songbook, and free downloads. What is the key to happiness? Would you like to find the fountain of youth? How about all the money and love that you could handle? Well, my friends, it is there for you. You just need to strip off the false beliefs that keep your divine inheritance from being attracted into your life. You need to be real. Be vulnerable. Be naked. What are you waiting for? Let's get naked. This transformational program with Reverend Heidi Allfree is an invitation to explore and remove the blocks that keep you from emotional freedom. Listen to Heidi and her revealing guests as they embrace the power of spiritual nakedness as a guaranteed way to live an authentic and transparent life. Expose yourself to your greatness on Mondays at 3 p.m. Central Time. Let's get naked. No dress code required. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You gotta get rid of your butt. It's bigger than it would appear. It hinders your forward movement when you keep bringing up the rear. You've been listening to Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. If you have questions or comments about today's program, or if you'd like to join in on the discussion, email us at truthtransforms at unity.fm. Now back to Truth Transforms. Welcome back to Truth Transforms. I'm teaching out of the book, How to Use Your 12 Gifts from God, and I'm teaching uh, the chapter on power. I do want to remind you that if you are following along with this series that I requested that everyone who is following this series purchase the book, how to use your 12 gifts from God. Um, I do know that this book is published by divorce publications and 
I, I don't know if the Christ Universal Temple Bookstore has any more copies, but obviously you can go to call the church at 773-568-2282 or directly to the bookstore at 773-568-1666 and see if they have it to make sure you get it. I'm sure Amazon has it. I'm sure Divorce Publications has it. So make sure that you give yourself the best opportunity to win by actually having the material in hand. That matters. Having the material in hand. Now, back to the book. I'm on page 40. All right. It goes on to say, page 40, it benefits you to daily silence yourself and attune yourself with spirit so that you can serve as one who channels these qualities into the earth's atmosphere. Directing your love thoughts to a person is exactly the same as giving radiation treatments. Now, that, you know, I, I, I don't want to say it's the exact same thing because it's not. It's, it's sending your thoughts is sending your thoughts of love and peace, whatever, to affect them on the soul level, which can they can experience physically as health and wholeness, et cetera. I don't want to say it's the same thing. That's a, that statement. You know, you know, if you say it's the same thing, it's the same thing. If it's not, it's not. One is working with the spiritual and mental. The other is working with the physical. You can get the same results, but it's not the exact same thing. All right. All right. Going over to page 41. Once again, we come to the subject of thinking, the thinking nature and feeling nature. With every spiritual gift, we must recognize the importance of the balance between thoughts and feelings behind them. Of course, perfect balance between these two adds the quality of strength which, to whichever power we are considering. The result is strong faith, strong judgment, strong imagination, and so on. In your gift of power, you need the element of strength as well. You will need to be firmly seated in silence, not easily pulled off center. So balance plays an important role in power. Power is your ability to choose your thoughts and feelings. Again. The ability to choose your thoughts and feelings gives you power, but but power needs to be centered so it doesn't get utilized by the personal will, by the ego, by the personality, by the human consciousness, by the error states of consciousness. All right. He goes on to say, most people don't realize this fact, but it's nevertheless true. You have the choice over anger, fear, compassion, tenderness tenderness, bigotry, attitudes, and beliefs. Unfortunately, you have been programmed with sets of ideas and emotions. I would say thoughts instead of ideas, but anyway, and emotions that have been repeated so many times that they are deeply ingrained. So in other words, we have this programming that's so deeply ingrained, we don't realize we're actually choosing our thoughts and feelings. It says one of these beliefs is that it is difficult to change patterns of thoughts and feelings. This is not true. It is absolutely not true. If something is ingrained, you just have to continue choosing that which you desire. And you starve the old while you enhance the new. Uh, some metaphysical writers call it the law of substitution. If When you remove a thing, you got to replace it with a thing because the nature, nature abhors a vacuum. So you can't say, well, I'm, you know, if I stop doing this, what am I going to do? That's one of the things. So, you know, some, that's why, you know, some people, you know, I've heard, well, they stop smoking cigarettes. The next thing you know, they're eating because they haven't replaced mentally with something that's productive. So what ends up happening is they're eating a lot. I've heard that so many times where people stop smoking and gain weight. No, they they start eating as a replacement to, you know, taking smoking the cigarette. Therefore, and, you know, and I've also heard that smokers say the food tastes better. I don't know. I've never smoked. But the point of it is, it's not replaced with something. So when you're replacing a habit you no longer desire, come up with a positive alternative to fill the gap. If you're not saying these negative words, what positive words are you saying? If you're giving up, you know, um, particular type of food what are you replacing it with it's just not what i'm giving up is what i'm adding to to this you know if, if you're giving up tv time 
Are you replacing it with study time, with more time with your family, to spend more time with, you know, uh, you know, going working out or going back to school or whatever, but make sure that, you know, you're substituting it with a positive alternative. All right. Back to the book. All right. All right. Page 42. He goes on to say, bottom paragraph, the greatest misconception about your gift of power is the belief that it is to be used over other people. Your consciousness is greatly troubled if you are controlling and manipulating others. It is a sign of weakness, lack of balance and fear. The danger comes when your attention is being constantly pulled to outer people and conditions rather than the source of your power. So in other words, you know, power and it, when, when power turns into manipulation, control, uh, enforcement, you know, et cetera, then that's coming from that, you know, as he says in the book, this results in wars and a sense of might makes right. And when we're mind, we have to be mindful that our power is over ourselves, not over someone else. Because if you're a powerful person, spiritually powerful person, your influence align, uh, attracts people who align with you. Your influence can basically, quote unquote, and I don't want to use these terms like this, that's so I'm putting them in quotes, gets done what you want done without having to manipulate people, without having to control people. But, but, but your high level of consciousness, your spiritual consciousness is a space to where when you show up, the possibility of who you are is experienced. All right. He goes on to say, your well-being never depends on others. So it is, so it is useless to manipulate people. Place your attention on the way you use your thought and word and how closely they are aligned to the silence. This is how you develop your awareness of power, not by controlling others. So your good is not connected or dependent on someone else. It's always on you to realize God in you. He goes on to say meditation and prayer, very low frequency communications with God. Meditation is turning to the silence to receive the inspiration needed to build awareness. Prayer is specific thought forms moving in your mind for perfect resolution. Some people claim to be able to go beyond these levels and actually enter the silence. If this is so, they have a rich, wonderful responsibility to mankind. They are capable of being channels of peace on earth, which is a form of silence on earth. In any case, we can all assist in reducing useless noise making and hate vibrations. Silence neutralizes noise just as light neutralizes darkness. Now, last thing I want to say on this before we wrap up, because there's several things that go along with this. In the Gospels, this is this power is taught in, or, or not in the Gospel, in the Bible, in the, especially in the act, in the uh, Book of Acts, as the descent of the Holy Spirit, which is from higher levels of awareness into your conscious levels of mind. This power, as the Bible would say, from on high, gives you access to the ability to produce the good in your life in ways you never could have imagined. See, one of the things about spiritually waking up is realizing what you're really one with. See, you know, it's a song that they sing at, at the choir sings at CUT, and I'm sure it's sung around the world. He touched me, and oh, the joy that floods my soul. Something happened, and now I know. He touched me and made me whole. See, when that power touches you, it's a game changer. Now, it's already always within you. 
But until you have a consciousness to really know what it means to say he touched me, you don't know what it means. He touched me and made me whole. It's really important to get that. So make sure that as you do the prayer work, your meditation work, working with your soul is for the realization to become is for the realization of your own spiritual nature. So you can say God in me, Holy Spirit, divine mind, universal principle, cosmic consciousness, Christ within, whatever the term you want to use, touched me. And now I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. Or I'm a new creation in spirit or whatever term you want to use. But realize your transformation is available right now. With that, we've run out of time. God bless you. I love you all. Take care. And I'll be with you next week with Truth Transforms. Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. Join us every Wednesday at 10 a.m. for live discussions about how to live a spiritually transformed, prosperous, healthy, and joyful life. Truth Transforms, only on Unity Online Radio. This program is brought to you in part by Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. Online at www.cutemple.org and on Facebook and Twitter under CU Temple. You've seen reality TV. Well, now get ready for reality radio. It's raw, unpredictable, and completely unscripted. Healing Your Life with Dr. Chris Michaels follows the lives of four people each season as they face their fears and overcome challenges. Listen in weekly and follow along as they take each faithful step on their journey. Learn what it takes to really heal your life. Dr. Chris Michaels shows you how to expect specific and measurable results from prayer. He says we must place a demand upon consciousness. We don't hope to get what we pray for. We expect it. As a 25-year veteran in the New Thought Movement, Dr. Chris has helped thousands of people find their way to success and healing. His faith is unshakable, and his commitment to helping others heal through the power of prayer is extraordinary. Don't miss Reality Radio, Healing Your Life with Dr. Chris Michaels, live Mondays at 11 a.m. Central Time on Unity Online Radio. Inspiration only takes a moment. As Reverend Felicia Blanco Cerce points out in her book, Do Greater Things, there is the potential for joy, wholeness, and expansiveness designed into every moment. And the miracle is when we recognize the constant presence of these qualities all around us. Once we see what is possible, our lives then begin to change. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. You've seen reality TV. Well, now get ready for reality radio. It's raw, unpredictable, and completely unscripted. Healing Your Life with Dr. Chris Michaels follows the lives of four people each season as they face their fears and overcome challenges. Listen in weekly and follow along as they take each faithful step on their journey. Learn what it takes to really heal your life. Dr. Chris Michaels shows you how to expect specific and measurable results from prayer. He says we must place a demand upon consciousness. We don't hope to get what we pray for. We expect it. As a 25-year veteran in the New Thought Movement, Dr. Chris has helped thousands of people find their way to success and healing. His faith is unshakable, and his commitment to helping others heal through the power of prayer is extraordinary. Don't miss Reality Radio, Healing Your Life with Dr. Chris Michaels, live Mondays at 11 a.m. Central Time on Unity Online Radio.
Life is hard, and sometimes you need a little help and guidance. I'm Laura West, host of a Guided Life podcast, and I believe that help is all around us. We just have to ask for it. The universe has a way of guiding us forward with the help of our past loved ones, angels, spirit guides, and ascended masters. On the podcast, I love to explore these ideas with incredible guests and let people know that they are never alone. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you can join me on this journey. Part of the mindbodyspirit.fm network and wherever you get your podcasts.